Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope that you're doing great. I'm doing wonderfully. I got a computer now. <laughs> yes, we are in the functioning. The, the crime lab has been replenished. Mm-hmm. We have more more arms. Vigilante wins here on the seventeenth episode of the Culture Crime Fires. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Happy right to be here. Happy I'm to be back. Fucking thrilled. I'm now I'm hardwired into the internet and I have a new computer that works. I can go back to streaming. No more roboting. Sorry, sentient dildo. I'm no longer one of your people. Yeah. Yeah. And Android scanner may be upset as well, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. We, you know, we missed the MF and just feels like I'm all thrown off. I'm like, wow. me too. Yeah. I feel like I haven't been like, I haven't done this in months. <laughs> it's only been a week. Yeah, it's only it been like a feels week. Like so long. I know. I'm just like, oh, so thrown off. <laughs> Ascension yeah. Dildo says, dang it. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, you nice. can't get rid of me. Can't it get rid of me. No, no. Well, hello, everybody. It's Culture Crime Fighters. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, nice to see a lot of the regulars here. Ascension Dildo, the Islington girl, Man of War 665. Uh, my first super chatter ever. Thank you. Um, our, our own Perry Chan, the wake down is here. What's up, my dude? Yeah, the wake down who was uh, showing me some tips and tricks of the trade, even though one of those songs got copyrighted, one of those Ooh. little beats. But whatever, I'm just trimming it out and I'm going to upload it. There's a little tutorial that uh, basically the wake down shows his secrets on how to edit. You too can edit just like the wake down. Just like the wake down. That's a pretty high bar, but you know, yeah, you know. still need a lot of work at it and skill, mm-hmm. which I don't yeah. know. And sense of humor and timing. Just yes, like, that fun. as well. Funny fellow, uh, Robert. Hail Robert. Uh, code Holo. Holy she. We live. Hail. Hail to you. Our live Code Holo. Lord Hail. Thoth is in the chat. Hello, Lord Thoth. To do. Good to see you. Snort of Poopus. Hello. Hello. Hello, Snort I think I caught everybody. Everybody who's chatting anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to anyone lurking too or watching the playback because we know we get both of those. Lurking. Yes. Speaking of which, I think from last week, someone must have been watching the playback because on Thursday, I got a tip for $3.33 from it says, it says the tipper is oh, what two, and in parentheses, John 616. Okay. I don't recognize this person, but thank you. John 616. I appreciate uh, getting you contributing to the, the crime lab, the culture crime lab. Yeah. It just says righteous. That's just all he said. So thank you. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Ascension Dildo. Now you be nice. Says a Canadian candy. What do you mean? The Islington girl? Oh, wow. That's funny. She's from being Islington. Being an Instaphobe, Ascension Dildo. Yeah. Be polite. You show I mean, respect. I'm sure she's sweet, but that's no yeah. respect to the women in this chat. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Yes. I'm on cloud nine. I really, I just can't be happier with my computer <laughs> situation. I'm just so oh. excited. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, I'm gonna do some more of those uh, Fallout New Vegas streams. That was fun last night. Oh, I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad you're uh, doing the gaming, man. Mm-hmm. It's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, watching. I, mean, I was watching Wes, and I was getting jealous. I was like, I want to play. Yeah, he is streaming New Vegas right yeah. now. Shout out to Wes Moody. <laughs> Wait. Oh no! Ascension Dildo says, "I'm gonna die on Friday." Everyone who received that message died, bro. Oh no! Oh, don't say that, man. It's like the ring, or. Yeah, it follows or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get into some some horror movie, man. Don't put that. Oh, 
Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Robert says cloud nine. Alt right confirmed. <laughs> Robert. That's, That's hilarious. I know. <laughs> I know, right? You're right in Because they'll just take it. Oh, yeah, this is all right. You know, they don't know. Oh, we don't matter. We, we also have no value to culture yet. <laughs> yet. Like we don't, we don't have any impact. We don't move the needle. Um, not yet. We not will, yet. We, uh, hey, right. Robert Meyer Burnett will be on tomorrow. He, That's he true. confirmed, and That's we have true. a you know doing a special special episode for you guys uh, to accommodate Robert Meyer Burnett's schedule. So we're moving up in the world. I think you know it's a, be our third guest. Yeah. Um, yeah, already had Chrissy Mayer, Tom from Midnight Sage, and now Robin Mountain. I think we'll we'll be moving the needle uh soon enough. Soon yeah. Enough. What uh what time is that again tomorrow? Uh 2 p.m. Eastern, if I remember correctly. Let me make, actually let me actually check now to make sure I don't what did he confirm? Do yeah, yeah, two to four eastern. Two okay, two to four Eastern bonus culture crime fighters tomorrow, guys, with the, none other than Robert Meyer Burnett. Uh, we'll do that on your channel, I think, right? All right, if you want to. I mean, I yeah, I back mean, all the guests on yours are on mine. But you booked him. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be we yeah. wouldn't have this guest without you. So, yeah. no, it's cool. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bo bonus culture crime fighters. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah. look at this code, code holo. Give me a nine dollar ninety cent, 99 cent super sticker. Thank you very much, my friend. And it's a it's, it says wrecked, wrecked. And it looks like, uh, um, I wish we could, I wish we could show the stickers, you can always see them in the chat, but yeah. um, yeah, just says wrecked. Get ripped. Guy yeah, falling in his chair. It's, it's like my avatar, basically. Yeah, falling down. <laughs> Um, I also noticed, my friend, you're approaching what 500 subs, yeah? Yeah, I'm seven away. I'm seven away. If you haven't subbed, which I know all of you are, <laughs> at least mm -hmm. all I can see in my view are, <laughs> uh, but yeah, please and share, share, sharing is caring because you sharing know, caring. Do check, check out the, the Twitter or whatever anti social media you guys are on. Please share the stream and you know, share, share the love of the culture crime fire shelf. Share Fireball's channel. Share my channel. We're both starting to do the gaming thing. He's, he's doing New Vegas. I'm doing retro gaming. Yeah. We're doing more and didn't complain about the crazy blue hairs, even though we will complain about them. Well, actually, today we're complaining about the uh, manginas, it looks like. Really manginas. Yes. <laughs> manginas. Yeah. Do you want to start with um, man, man gold? Mangina man gold. Yeah. This one is actually more disappointing because um, James Mangold has some good movies under his belt. Do we have? Like, is there an article? Did Bounding do anything uh, on it? I, I know Bounding did one because I saw it pat in passing, so I can uh, bring it up. But it, it's disappointing because it's a guy that does make stuff or has made things that I, I like or are interesting. He's one of the few directors even trying, and he's cracking under the pressure like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like immediately. Do not. Uh, pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. It's like, dude, it's literally the first way week of you filming what is more than likely a disaster. Disaster. I mean, come on. How could it be good? Under what circumstance? If even if it wasn't assuredly going to be woke, 
There's no one on earth who wants to see Indiana Jones 5 after Indiana no. Jones 4. No, absolutely not. A se- who wants to see a 78-year-old Harrison Ford? With Phoebe Waller Bridges or whatever the fuck her name? What? Why? Who? Honestly, for train wreck purposes, it almost makes it more interesting. Like if you're gonna destroy it, just do it. Just just go all go all in. Go all in. Make it a complete disaster. Make it an unmitigated disaster. Any you know, you want to be the the Citizen Kane of Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> you want to be the best woke destruction <laughs> of a franchise. Not the last Jedi. No, you want to be. It's us. This Indiana is the Jones Godfather. Fire. Yeah, this is the Godfather of woke movies. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're right. They really are swinging for the fences. You got to give them credit. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I got two uh, two super stickers coming in from the Islington Curl. Thank you so much, my dear. Ooh. Uh, one for ninety nine cents. That's a horrified face looking. Ah, I'm not entirely sure what that's referenced to, but. Thank you very much. And then the other one is a delicious hot dog. Yum. Yeah, hot dog, as uh, as we say. I will take that for my my sustenance. Thank you very much. Could really use a hot dog right now, to be completely frank. <laughs> and don't read into that sentient dildo. I mean the food. I mean yeah. the food. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So let's look at this. Uh, let's look at this jackass and also i like i don't like everything he does but i do like uh you know i like um, logan was good yeah i mean and also 310 to yuma is a dope movie you know i don't know yeah uh i think wake down said he's only responsible for most three good movies and hail the wake down appreciate you being here but it's like how many other directors got three good movies nowadays you know what i mean like we're not in it ain't the 90s. No, it's not the 90s. But also, I don't have any, like, reservations about this guy. Yeah, I don't think he's genius. I think Logan has its problems. But, like, yeah. he's not one of those guys that I'm concerned about. Like, oh, here comes this guy. You know, like, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, I've never heard about his politics or anything like that. Like, I'm sure he's a woke douche. But, like, he nev- like I've never heard it. It's never come my way. So, in that regard, it's like, yeah, I... I don't know. Like, this is just like, like, I just didn't have a negative a point of view. And now it's like, oh, okay. You're a douchebag. Yeah. And again, I think he's cracking under the pressure. I really think, because, like, how could you, again, even if you didn't have Phoebe Waller Bridge and all the, you know, we know it's going to be a white man bad or some sort of wokeness, even if you didn't have that, you still have a terrible franchise, at least a terrible turn in a great franchise that nobody wants to remember in a very, very old Eid. I'm not a lead, I'm not ages. He's 80. What can he physically do in a role that demands him to, you know, do swing. physical things? Yeah, to like swing on a whip like Tarzan. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know he's not doing his own stunts and shit, but still, like, the physicality of, of Indiana Jones is a big part of the character. Absolutely. He's you know, fist I mean, fighting and hanging off of buildings and you know what I mean? Like uh, jumping out and like from a roof of a truck into the thing and then driving the truck. Like it's a whole, that's yeah. all, so much of the movie is all the stunts and the action. And you you can CGI. No, you can't CGI. Well, do you remember Shia LaBeouf swinging in the fucking Oof. trees of Indy four? Do you remember the fridge getting new, which isn't even the worst uh, thing. So many other flaws. God. 
Fucking right. aliens come out of nowhere, and now I was like, "Hey, you remember that franchise that we already ruined? We're gonna <laughs> add wokeness to it." Uh, oh, why? And why Indiana Jones? Like it's so sacred. Like it's just for every kid, it's a thrill ride of a movie, and it's just super fun. There's an innocence to it. There's nothing like it's just a, a hero saving the day. There's nothing controversial. There's no like they only like intimate sex. Like that's not even really there. I just I can't. Why fuck it up? Why? Because patriarchy bad. I don't even think it's that. I think a lot of it is just like literally just a complete lack of talent and complete lack of originality. I actually just uh, right before we went on, maybe right on, uh, posted a video talking about like they're afraid of doing original things because they had the the Mindy Kaling Velma thing where it's they change everything about it. And then they call it uh, Scooby Doo. Like they're afraid of they're, they're redoing Perfect Strangers because you needed a Perfect Strangers reboot because Oof. you even remember that Perfect Strangers existed. So it's like, why? Why can't also, you just come up with a new franchise? I don't know. I, I I also heard that they're redoing. Um, I heard this from Culture Casino. They're redoing. They're making like an American Gigolo TV series. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess have fun with that. Um, but Godzillionaire brings up a point, which is like, that's yeah. interesting. He says, because it's sacred, that's why they're bastardizing it. And you know what? You're probably right, too. And wasn't quite thinking that's, like that's that. That's probably right. Mm -hmm. They got to make sure you you remember Harrison Ford, both of his characters as, as jokes. Just like you have to remember Picard as a joke. Yeah. And they want you to see them do it. Remember Mark Hamill. Remember Luke Skywalker as a joke. They want to see you. They want you to see those characters in shitty positions. It's true. They want to like lower their their position in the cultural hierarchy. Yes. Yeah, and I don't know why Absolutely. Harrison Ford is getting involved in it. I mean, like, you know, he, he's 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 eighty, so it's like you need more money. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just say no, Harrison Ford. Yeah, and he was terrible as Han Solo uh, in the in the new one. It was so it was oh it was horrible to watch. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like it's sad. It He's is like sad. such a failure as a human. <laughs> well, it was like, like Han Solo failed. Yeah, it was like he was everybody's favorite. Like it was, you know, you're Han Solo and Indiana Jones and Decker from from Blade Runner. It's like you know, you have some of the coolest characters in media, and now it's like you're on this campaign to ruin them all. I, I, why? <laughs> I don't know. Indiana Jones and the last graph of cash that snorted poop was cute. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I guess I still just don't know why. He would agree to do it. He doesn't need the money. No, he does not. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Indiana Jones director James Mangold throws temper changer after fan voices concerns about fan voice fan voices concerns about his upcoming movie. Indiana Jones 5 director James Mangold threw a temper changer after a fan voice or concern about the upcoming film starring Harrison Ford. Uh, Twitter user and YouTuber. Oh, okay. Matthew Kadish. No, me neither. But posted to Twitter. His, no, it doesn't mean anything. He's probably never heard of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> posted to Twitter his concerns about the upcoming film. He wrote, to anyone thinking Indiana Jones 5 might be good, let me just point this out. One, Steven Spielberg is not directing. Two, Kathleen Kennedy is producing. Three, Harrison Ford is 78 years old. Four, it's written by Jonathan Kazan, who wrote Solo. Those are really good points. That sounds like a disaster. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even, you know, he's talking about Spielberg not directing. Spielberg, again, ruined the franchises already, like mm -hmm. a decade ago. Yeah, it's like when people are like, I want George Lucas back in Star Wars. I'm like, I don't. 
<laughs> oh, I want Star Wars to not be done anymore, and we yeah. can do new things. Yeah, it's please. okay. If they're used, to, franchises used to end, and they were over, and it was like it's done. It's true. It used to just get sad, and people were like, "Okay, I don't think we need another one of these," you know. But they just now they just milk them forever because yeah. they're not innovating anything new and interesting because every single property, the writers have their hands tied. So they're not allowed to make anything actually interesting. So then they're going to take the things that people go and watch. So they have, cause they have all these numbers. They have all the analytics. They know what people were watching during COVID. They're like, Indiana Jones got this many views, you know, aliens got this many views predator. You know, like they're, they're using these numbers like, Oh, so there must be people interested in these properties still. So let's keep making them. Instead, the lesson should be, that the shit you make now, no one wants to fucking see. We'd rather rewatch something we've seen a hundred fucking times than spend any money on any of your nonsense. But you're like, oh, well, I guess we'll just wokeify the predator or something. Like that'll sell. The the people who make these decisions, the people who have like the access to control, like like movies and the mo entertainment industry, it's mind blowing how bad they are at what they do. Yeah, and again, like. I always think of wokeness as a symptom. It is a symptom of incompetence and laziness. It is like, well, I don't know what to do. I have the ability to, you know, put money towards something else. I'm the actual check signing or I'm the actual head. But eh, it's a lot easier to just use this franchise and just let these writers and their politics that align with my politics push everything and, and ruin everything. And even, again, outside the po political thing, they're not making good stuff. The stuff that's even not that political or where politics kind of fit, it isn't good. No. They don't have another Wire or Game of Thrones before that fell off or another Breaking Bad or Mad Men. There's none of these things. That were just around a decade ago. All these franchises are just a decade old. Yeah, where'd all those writers and producers go who made that shit? Would they all move on? Get into construction? Yeah. They're still in Hollywood making movies. Just, you know, let them do their thing. Stop looking over their shoulder and uh, and stop trying to, to, you know, form everything through this one single lens that you're just married to. Like, it's your religion. Yeah. Uh, some greatness in the chat. We have symptom spelled S I M P T I M. Robert and uh, solo is a worker art ascension. Dildo. Oh, he said that twice. He really wanted us to see that. <laughs> Thanks, ascension dildo. I, I cringed the first time, um, but uh, <laughs> it says I'm having a hissy fit. Go fuck yourself. You love it. <laughs> uh, Latino slant is here. Hello, Paulie. Over at Latino well, four, Slant. Hey, brother. Four ninety nine super, super Chat. Thank you very much. Say que paso, Matt. Good to see you back on, V-Dub. Yeah. Right on, good my see, friend. Good to see you, Paulie. Good to see you in the chat. And uh, glad Matt has his PC issues hammered out for now. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yeah. back, baby. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's good to see you, man. Uh, still want to do that Desperado stream. Still want to do uh, some oh, of those man. movies we were talking about. I would love and, to do it. I, I want in on Desperado. I love that movie. So good. So good. My God. Like, it aged incredibly well. And that movie is what? Like, 70 minutes? Yeah. It's they get movie. in and out. Maybe yeah. 75. They get in and out, and it's just great. It's great. Like, I... Honestly, because I had this kind of like tainted memory of it, like, oh, it's not one of the best ones, you know? And then I went back and rewatched it. I was like, no, it's genius. It's tremendous. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so we got to uh, got to check that one out. 
Um, we all want a rocket guitar case, says Robert. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, absolutely. I thought that was the only part where they did it a little cartoony was when they just like, you know, and he's oh, rocketing. Cool, and da, 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 da. I mean, it was cool, but it was a, tonally it got a little silly. It was like, yeah. kind of lowered the yeah. bar a little bit. But. but I was cool with him. He did little Shawn Michaels pose and just shot off a rocket. It was just 90s. It was just mm -hmm. like, this is kick ass. Mm -hmm. It was just kick ass 90s. I don't know. I don't know if the rocket guitar happens in any other decade. I don't think the 80s could have done that. I think you really got to be in the 90s. That's true. It's like it's like you needed in order for grunge to happen, you needed hair metal. Yes. You know. And so we needed like, you know, all the Schwarzenegger rocket movies to come up to like put a new spin on rocket launchers and and action Absolutely. movies. Yeah. Um Yeah, all right, let's read let's read more of this article. All right. Um I could go. Uh, oh, oh, I see. No, go ahead. Well, it's like it's like huh. back in in grammar school where I read a passage, you read a passage. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Well, usually the person who shares reads, and you just start reading. So, uh, oh, I sorry. Read. Oh, no, no, it's good because I I, I, I I stumble over words, so it doesn't matter either way. All right, uh, Mango would directly respond by insulting Caddish. He wrote, "Thanks, Matt. Not this Matt, obviously. No, uh, no. Keep making the world a better place for crapping on things in the first week of production from your basement." Wow, shots fired. Uh, two never seen script by John. Nothing against him, just reality. Uh, Buttersworth and I started from a blank page. I don't know who Buttersworth is. I guess it's a dog or something. That's a oh, cute point. The third point. Uh, three, one and three are hugely talented and are all on my side. Oh, what so that, I guess in response to these points, he's saying, so yeah, Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy. Kennedy. Ford and Jonathan Kasdan. It's like, all right. Bro, it's fucking war now. Like, I know she's your boss and you can't publicly shit on her, but to go after a fan and then act like, hey, I've got Kathleen Kennedy on my side. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. It's like, you and, fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, he said he didn't see a script by John and he was referring to uh, Spielberg being on the side, which, okay, that's cool. But, um, uh, okay. Even still, using your dog in a tweet, that nothing says soy. Uh, Man, you're the director. You don't even have to acknowledge this. You know, you can just literally. 100%. What are you doing? You're the, it's the, you're the one who said it's the first week of production. Why are you spending time on this? Like. You know, one of the things I, I I always admired about like a guy like like Derek Jeter, right? Like is like he would yeah. take haters. Brady does it too. And it would fuel him to be more successful, fuel him to get better and work harder. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and they this guy, this elite director in Hollywood, you know what I mean? Like top of the pile. He probably is repped by CAA or WME. I mean, he's he's up there. We all know him. So that means he's very famous as far as directors go. Because there's Absolutely. you know 10,000 you've never heard of. Uh, and he he's this at this level. And he, instead of like just like brushing that off and going to work and working harder and doubling down, he goes after this guy. He goes after this dude. First of all, probably made him famous. Let's see. I don't yeah. know. How, I don't know this guy, but. You know, yeah, I've never heard of him. Can't recognize him, so I mean, I, I'm not sure. He probably has a trip. He got five. YouTube is such a big place. He got five million subs, and I still wouldn't know. You know what I mean? No, he's got he's less than me. He's got 683. Really? I mean, good for him. Yeah. I'm not shitting on the guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm subscribing right now, but it's just like, yeah. um, no. I mean, that, that's such a so insignificant. Like, it's just no offense to the guy, but it's just like, 
if you spent time going after me, it's like, you look so small now. Now you look like a tool. Yeah. And I wonder how many cells he had before this now. You know what I mean? Like this, this is insane. You know what? They go after the little guy. I've talked about AEW going after me and other channels that are smaller. They, these, a lot of these elites, these super rich, super powerful people cannot stand uh, when they're criticized, they mm-hmm. cannot stand it. They just, they just cry. They just, what the hell is this? This Pampers ass is killing me. Um, but they just cannot stand it. And I don't get again why you even acknowledge this. And another why, thing, why you do, acknowledge it? It's so beneath you. It is beneath you. It's <laughs> what's wrong with punching down. I love a good midget scraps and sent your dildo. Screw the the punching down. When you walked into this, you knew what you were walking into. You knew Kathleen Kennedy was producing. You knew the backlash she had with a certain group of the fans, mainly most of them. You knew that Indiana Jones itself was in a bad way just because of what happened with the fourth. You knew that there were going to be people who were already going to be negative on this for good reason. And you had a, a rehab project on your hands. So why in the world? And no, no one's Googling diapers. This is just a damn ad. <laughs> my fucking got, is there something going on with a lady you're not telling us about, bitch? No, there is You got no. a major life change you're not letting us no, in on? No, there's There's no uh, is that little. The secret's been? Okay. There's no little Jelanti ways. And there's just, <laughs> I, I have a VPN. And so Do you need your own Bell- Darkwing? Do you need your own Robin? <laughs> No, no, no. There's just I'm. I don't know why my VPN just is. Be- Look, this is in Belgian, because that's where I'm. I'm telling everyone I am. Oh. I don't know. I have no mm. idea what's going on with that. Um, gaming diapers. <laughs> oh, now they have apparently. Uh, they've jumped up the the podcast. God, will somebody start beef with us? We went after fucking uh, Nina Sarkeesian and Brie Larson, and none of those bitches fucking had anything to say. The fuck, <laughs> but um, because they, they jumped up. They jumped up and subs, Minnie Williamson. Yeah, don't put that evil on me. I'm not trying to go to family court. Um, oh, Zach says he got a thousand subs from this. Matthew Kadish did. Good for you, buddy. Wow. Good for you, Chief. I don't see it, but um, because I'm on his channel, it still just says six eight. Might, might be doing that thing though, where it, like it when you get a huge like bump, it waits. Oh, I hear a bit of an echo, my friend. Uh oh, you hear an echo still? Um, I just heard it when I was talking. Oh, no. Yeah, it's still there, just a little bit in the back. I don't know if that's me. I don't think so. My head. Yeah, and I know I'm not in the Belgian t- chicks. Just a, I just, just picked that country for my VPN to say I'm from, and it. I don't know what the diaper thing is in Belgium because it says like Darum Heath, Pampers, and all this other stuff. Something about Dude, picking. But real quick, back to this story. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. this Mangold thing, he didn't even at mention Mangold when he said that tweet. Oh, that makes it worse. Yeah. Go back to the tweet. I'm looking at it on Twitter. He's not at mention. Yeah. He just hashtag Indiana Jones 5. Mm-hmm. And so this guy went to any, he went to the hashtag Indiana Jones 5, looked for something negative to say, and looked for something negative to respond. Had like a thousand retweets or whatever. Yeah. And he just was, that's fucking, dude, that's even worse. It's like, you little bitch. You little bitch boy. You go seek out criticism and then attack people. But I, you know, I hope you just you made this guy famous. So good. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking we should have asked him on. We should have had asked Matt on. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know. I didn't really know the details. I'll be a thousand percent honest. Because I heard about it, but didn't know it was this like weak. 
Yeah. It's total weak sauce. What a what a pussy. All right, let's keep going. Let's let's keep you know what right, maybe maybe Nick starts to make some sense. I don't know. Or uh oh, sorry, James. James. Nick, man. Uh so this is maybe they're talking about the salty nerd because it says Mango wouldn't stop there. He would continue to insult and deride Kadish and his podcast team, the salty nerd. So he went and looked up who this guy was. Uh the salty nerd would tweet, we don't have basements, but we do have a kick. Oh no, I guess that was a response. Oh, good uh, for salty, him. Salty nerd would tweet. We don't have basements, but we do have a kick-ass studio with a Batman statue. So they got a nice little thing going. Uh, and oh. they're salty nerds. I'm looking at Matthew Kadish's personal YouTube. He hasn't uploaded there uh, for five months. Oh. So maybe it's the salty nerd is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one's got uh, 1,600 or yeah, 1,600 subs. Yeah. 1,601. I just gave him one. There nice. you go. Good for you guys. Stay punk. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I know, okay. dude, I like that they went right back at him, too. It's like, no, we're not in a basement. Actually, we're broadcasters, and here's our studio. How's that? Nick? Yeah. Uh, James? Fucking, what a James, yeah, keep fucking his name. Up. Does, he, yeah, it right, doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> uh, Mango replied, yeah, that's a kick-ass studio. Congrats on a Batman statue in a jar of corks. So how about you let me finish my film? Yes. These people called you up on your personal film right. and harassed you and stopped you from finishing your film. You yeah. bitch. You went on Twitter looking up Indiana Jones hashtags to find the worst one to, to reply to. Let me finish my film. Yeah. What a, dude. What a bitch. Just what a little bitch. Just seeking out like criticism so he can like whine like a puss. And look, it's just like four nerds like trying to do something. And he's and now he's attacking like his entire existence. It's like, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? So, how about you let me finish my film, then bitch all you want in front of your vinyl bricks lit by your fancy bounce light, and maybe don't call your opinion news? No, he didn't. He never did. No, he, he didn't. He, he expressed a basic, widely held opinion on Twitter, and you guys, and you cried. You yeah. cried. He literally just expressed his opinion of how it's going to be bad. How is that him reporting on the news? What are you talking about? And he about? never actually included you. You included no. yourself. He uh-huh. never added you until yeah. you added him. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. It's. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah. Godzilla in there says, uh, I think uh, Mango, I feel like Mango is complaining about these Twitter comments and therapy. I feel like he needs therapy. He must. If, you, if you've won at life so well, like so completely that you're a a paid Hollywood director. You get paid to make movies and be creative. And instead of, you know, doing that, you go on Twitter and look for criticism and then just attack a tiny podcast. It's not like it was, you know, Rogan or Mark Marin or something, you know, someone who's got like cultural influence. Like they, these are just, you know, just doing what we're doing. We're just talking shit on the they're, internet. Yeah. They're about on the same level as us. At least as uh-huh. of before this happened, apparently they were a little less than Matt. Yeah. Uh, some of you guys they gained one K through this, or their podcast gained one K through this. So, yeah. like, you know, they're basically on, around the same level as us. This is literally like somebody reacting to something one of us said on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's on the it's, same level. It's just like I would be shocked if a director even mentions like, <laughs> why would you even bother? Like, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? You're just gonna give me shine. It's not gonna help you. It's not like he said some crazy disrespectful. He just said 
Kathleen Kennedy's producing. Fucking uh, Harrison Ford's old as fuck. Steven Spielberg's not directing. And maybe he had the one thing wrong. Who knows who wrote this shitty script? It's going to be a failure. Yeah, who cares? I, he, he was even polite enough to leave out Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I don't know why. I would have mentioned that. Yeah, he left. He he left her out. He yeah. he, he he punched above the waist. He did. He that's a good point. He did. He really just gave legitimate reasons why it could suck. And he's just yeah. and he's like, get out of your basement, like you little puss, fucking get out of your woman. Yeah, get out of get out of like whatever. I, I don't know. I I just there's probably a lot of pressure on dude, and he's just like taking it out on. Anyone, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I couldn't tell you. I don't get it at all. Much of this. Oh, look at this. Yeah, the, no, the next line he says, Before that, Mangold described Kadish as a clickbaiter and nightcrawler. Clickbaiter, it's a legitimate ah. concern. Uh, you explain to me uh, on what fucking universe was Kathleen Kennedy's Star Wars a success? On what fucking metric? It lost money. The, the first movie made twice as much as the third movie. It's universally hated. It's destroyed all the fandom in the franchise. And you're standing behind her like, yeah, I got this chick on my side. It's like, what are you talking about? This is a completely authentic, legitimate thing to say. And he's just like, oh, he's a click leader. He's a click leader. No, he's not. He's fucking based. And we're not putting up with it anymore. Okay, Nick? And you too, Kevin Smith. Fuckers. I'm tired yes. of this shit. Kevin Smith saying that shit. Oh, wait, why don't you wait and see? Because you know why, Kevin? I don't have to wait and see to know where it's going. Because it's every fucking property, my friend. Every single thing. So why, why, why would I go through it again? And then what? When the criticisms are legit, will you be like, yeah, no, you're right. It was woke this time. Fuck all you. No, when the criticism is legit, he's going to be like, yeah, we got a few man baby fans. We got a few... Uh, toxic fan. white male, toxic fans. Yeah, that's what he'll say. It's just like you guys. We are so beyond onto you. We were onto this. This. I mean, it's just the idea that you that you're gonna like berate us on Twitter and that's gonna like help your cause is. I don't know how many failures you have to have laid at your feet to realize that just doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Uh, real quick, five dollars super chat from Godzillionaire. Thank you very much, Godzillionaire. Uh, Matt starts some Twitter beef with Bree. I want to watch that glorious dumpster fire burn. I would, <laughs> I would honestly probably end up being like super nice to her. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I wouldn't just because even like even if Kevin Smith or or James Mangold were here, I wouldn't talk to them like that. You know what I mean? So you know when you're dealing with the real person, it's a little hard to just like go after them. I would still say I would ask him straight point blank. What are you? Like you knew when you went, you took this job. There was going to be some inbred criticism. Why are you attacking smaller podcasts for legitimate criticism? I don't think anything uh, the salty nerd said was or Matthew Caddish. I don't think anything he said was, uh, you know, crazy. I don't Not think anything at he all. Said was respectful. He didn't even include James Mango specifically. He he just criticized the movie and the production. What well, we these are facts we all know. He's a yeah. fuck we all know. And he was like a little bitch about it. Like, go back to your basement. Like, why wouldn't you just take that? If you needed to respond, which you didn't, you fucking beta male. If you needed to, why wouldn't you just say something like, hey, we appreciate your concerns. You know, we're all big fans of the property. We're working super hard to make this the best possible Indiana Jones movie we can. And that's yeah. it. 
And this would go nowhere. And everyone would be like, all right. And no one would care. But instead, you made it a story. It's like, oh, well, it sounds like you just validated all his criticisms. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. And it's it's not like you didn't know. Again, you knew what the fuck was happening when you chose to direct Indiana Jones 5. New Bomb Turk is fucking funny. No, no, guys. <laughs> Matt would hand her the strap on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it would be tough kind of going after her. And the thing is, too, like, I don't know if you've ever actually argued with any woke people. I have. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's such a waste. Yeah, you time. can't win. You can't they, win. they just move goalposts, and it's just mm-hmm. they they refuse. If you make a point, they just not. They just they don't blow right past it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a mess. Yeah, it's awful. Hello, Noble Ario. Hell, Noble I, Ario or Iro. I always mess it up. But he's Noble. I appreciate that you're uh you're you've unsubbed to all the big guys, but you're still with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um yeah, all right. So is there anything else here? Oh, okay. Yeah, it keeps going. It keeps going. It's little fuck. Yeah. Go back to work. If the movie's gonna be so good, I don't know how if you're not working on it. Oh man. He says, uh, this is that. I'm just going to read from the tweet. Thanks, X. I don't mind people griping and pronosticating, but on my watch, false info ageism. <laughs> ageism. Dude, he can't. Like, it's not ageism. You serious? Like, really? Age? That's, your, that's you're the card you're going to play. Ageism. You have an ageist for having this 80 year old man still do this. That's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's elder abuse. It's fucking elder abuse. I guess we do it with our presidents or whatever. Uh, but was that? Thank X. Don't mind for people gri- griping and prognosticating, but on my watch, false info. Ageism is snark from so-called journalists. It's going to be confronted directly and forcefully. In my opinion, these clickbaiters click like to dash, dish it out, but like nightcrawlers can't stand the light. Oh, my Lord. Wow, man. It's amazing it's the serious. implosion of this entire industry. It's like it's so consistent. And also, like, generally, when the nerds get called out, they handle it pretty fucking well. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, go it, go it, and Gary, see what happened. Yeah. Watch him back down. Yeah, right. I'd love to see that shit. Like, come on. The idea that he's like, in that he's like, he's playing this kind of like old narrative. You know what I mean? That there's these like angry fans in their basement who don't really get it and just criticize everything. But the fan has become so center stage in media over the past, you know, five years because of how much they fucked everything up that he's still like thinking these like these little these shots are going to take him down. But all it does is make him look a like a jerk. Be out of touch and see like a real pussy, like who just can't take any kind of criticism. And also, he's lying. First of all, when did this guy refer to himself as a journalist? Where on earth does Matt do that? Yeah, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. It doesn't say Matt. Yeah, but even on his Twitter handle, it doesn't say, you know, Matt Kadish journalism or Matt Kadish, you know, whatever. It just says that's his name. So when does he call himself a journalist? What are you talking about? And it's like, yeah. what false info? What the, they got the he got the script wrong? Okay, who cares? You think that he was yeah. lo- intentionally? That was intentionally deceptive. That's why he said that. Really? Yeah. And a lot of people have uh, gotten that wrong because they thought that the guy from uh, Soilo was writing it. And on top of this, you're so bad, big and bad journalist. Go at a uh, fucking go at the Hollywood Reporter. 
about something. Go about uh because I'm yeah. sure they have similar concerns with this shit. Go at deadline, go at a big Hollywood mag or rag or whatever, and uh one of the whatever they what do they call them? The just whatever, just the trades. uh trades. The trades. The trades. Go at somebody in the trades instead. Go at the actual journalists because at least they're they're purporting to be journalists. Don't go at YouTubers on this fake basis. Oh, they put claim to be journalists. This is false. It's not false information that Kathleen Kennedy is producing or that uh, Harrison Ford is 78. This is not false. There's one thing that may be false. Maybe. Who knows? Also, and even if it is, so what? The other also, three, all, listen, this is not, still a disaster. Sorry, yeah, no, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like it's what? not clickbait. Clickbait no. would be like the one thing the Indiana Jones movie overlooked, you know, like something like yeah. that it would make you click on a video. It's not clickbait. He just stated his opinion. How is that baiting anyone to anything? Yeah. And he never like stated this as fact. There's no point of he. I mean, he just stated. Well, he just stated what most people think. Yeah. Um, and and the fucking th- irony this, of real this things are not even debatable. No, of course they're not. They're hard and true facts. And the fucking irony that this jizz bucket is saying, like, I don't want anyone spreading misinformation when he's misrepresenting everything the guy said and did. Called him a journalist. He never called himself a journalist. Called him clickbait or he didn't clickbait. No false yes. info. Like, what are you talking about? What, like, you're, you're doing exactly what you're accusing him of doing in your defense of your own actions. You're a fucking bitch, dude. Fuck you. And he's the one who wants to dish it out and can't stand the light, so to speak. He can't stand when it's actually uh, um, people are actually saying, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I guess somebody said was the Islington girl uh, said he actually blocked Gary because Gary called him a pussy or told him to shut ah, up. <laughs> see? Yeah. Awesome. Stay punk, Gary. Awesome stuff. Let me see. Is there more? Um, Robert says Matt wrote the article so he could do a stream about it. Wrote what article? Oh, did he write an art? Oh, did he write an article about this? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, let me go to his his page. Okay. Uh, he's on. got the Salty Nerd podcast. He's got. This goes he, on forever. He, he he retweets something from Bleeding Fool. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see any evidence of him making an article about this. I mean, he's just saying, and some of the other stuff is, is on it is just real, um, pleas to make the movie good. He's not even attacking him. He's really not like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm I'm just kind of skimming through because this goes on. He talks about I guess the uh, this guy Matthew Caddish did work in Hollywood a little bit. He said he made a movie in 2004 with Jeremy Renner, tried to get into a feature, but ultimately went nowhere. Or with a couple producers, uh, quit Hollywood, became a novelist, got a lot of spare some time. So he's a guy who used to work in Hollywood. Or something. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's saying. Jesus. Yeah, good good response on Dignity Dude there. I like that a lot. And apparently Twitter users are now required to submit movie opinion permit applications to Mangold and triplicate for his explicit approval. Yeah, he's appealing to authority. He's essentially saying, oh, I do this professionally. You don't, so I know better than you. That's what he's saying. Because yeah, he's a cunt. Because he's a little cunt. That's why. Dude, even if you quote, quote no better than us, uh, who's going to pay for this? Who are the people who is going to pay the money to see this shit show in order to keep you employed? 
It, it's us. It's the people you're arguing with on Twitter about nothing. You just went after a guy. You felt you could punch down. I guess you thought you were bullying him. I don't know. <laughs> Robert says five. I know. It's, uh, foul ball wrote it. It's gay ops. And then Sentinel <laughs> says gay ops indeed. Sentinel, I thought about you yesterday when I got my open up my new PC. It has all like the, the lights, you know, those RBG lights or whatever. And I was like, oh, my very gay lights. I get my gay PC <laughs> lights. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This goes on. He just keeps going back and forth. Oh, just look. Really, uh, what Odin got involved. Yeah, OMB. LOL. He had no links or anything, just yeah. laying on stuff. And then you, yeah, he's going back to the fact that there was no, the initial link was not at, at Mango. He's such a soft human. Uh, yeah, no links or anything, just laying on stuff. And then you, so called professional, decide to have a hissy fit, sound pathetic guy help you. Ooh, I also uh, like, I like how tough his response is. I understand you think I should just let people sell, sp- like him spout shit. Most days I do, but not today. Bro, you not are not shit. a character in one of your fucking movies, okay? You're a fat little bitch director. You're not an action hero. You're a fucking, like, a, like you're just a guy. Cut the shit. This tough guy act, no one's buying it. No, no. Uh, someone replied and included me, if you care to know. Well, no one included you on the original tweet. The original tweet did not come up. He replied to you, yes, because you were talking bullshit. You could still also ignore it. There's no obligation to, to respond. Yeah. You have you had two <laughs> options, really. You chose the, the the cliff. You could have ignored it, or you could have addressed it in a customer. I know you hate this word. I know everyone hates this word, but in the customer service word. matter, something like you know what? Uh like you you said it. We're gonna make the best Indiana Jones. We know people are concerned about it, but this is gonna be we're putting a lot of work into it. We respect the franchise. Uh we can't wait to see for you to see what Harrison can still do at 80 and it you'll be surprised well even though it's probably going to be a shit show uh you don't say that you just you just like yeah it's going to be good you'll see you know we can't wait to prove you wrong something along those lines yeah that would something be terrific positive. that would be so much fun that's not what he did no and he, he goes did. on and on and on like don't you have like shots to work out and like yeah. prop departments to talk to and like camera moves to make? Like, I don't, how, how do you have all Are this you time? directing this movie? Maybe that's yeah. the thing that's wrong. This is the first week of production. You're spending half the damn first day on fucking Twitter. Yeah, that would, that would raise my level of concern about the quality. Uh, real quick, uh, hold on a second. Oh, uh, you got to run out? Uh, maybe. Okay. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, can, I'll keep reading. All right, we lost Vidge for a minute um, because he's got some personal shit going on. Uh, all righty. Where are we? Yeah, this is what a tool. I just this this false tough guy thing has got to be the most enraging part about this. And he's just, oh, I'm, I'm not going to stand for it. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. It's completely fake. And no, Minnie Williamson nor his, nor his mother called. It is not. Nah. The <laughs> I'm, I'm my car. The, the vigilante mobile is down. Um, apparently, he, he said he'll be here in, in 40 minutes. So I got a little bit of time to oh, spend, okay. maybe uh, get most of this episode done. So yeah, I just uh, got to get the vigilante mobile up and running. It, it, it'll stop. It'll start, but then stop. And hopefully, it's not a super expensive thing. But we'll see. We're, we're about to find out. We're gonna find out. 
Um, yeah, I was just uh, just going over it. I mean, it's just like, and if you also like look at what Matt's saying, he's so reasonable. Ford will always be <laughs> indie. This issue is whether he's still believable as a character if he's doing crazy action scenes and pushing eighty. Like that's such a reasonable response. And like, yeah, kind of yeah. agree with that point of view. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you read the script, Matt? How could he possibly have read the script, Nick, uh, James? How? But did, like, is it public? Are scripts now public? What are you talking yeah. about? Clearly yes. not. Does that refute what he said? Because you don't even know who wrote it. Oh, okay. Let me see. Uh, who's writing Indie 5? Uh, screenplay. Oh, I guess it is. It is uh, Googleable. All right, fine. Oh, but the story's by jo- oh, Jonathan Kasdan. So shut up. So it's not even that inaccurate. It's a story by. <laughs> Is oh, part of so- your team. Jesus Ugh. Christ. And I guess he's writing it with his kids. Is that who that is? John Henry Butterworth? Oh, no, that's his friend. Jez Butterworth? Who are these people? Oh, that was a real name. I thought that was like a dog or something. I'm sorry, like Mr. Buttersworth. Shout out to you. I don't know what happened to Mrs. Buttersworth. They, they got rid of her, but I'm glad Mr. Buttersworth is out here working for the family. Jez Buttersworth, Jeremy Jez Buttersworth is an English pr- playwright, screenwriter, and film director. Uh, I guess him and his brother collaborate often. Oh, okay. He wrote Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. He also wrote uh, Ford v Ferrari, which I actually I did not think that was that good. Quite honestly, I thought that was pretty weak. Hmm, a lot of people like it. I did not check it out yet. Everything else, though, it's nothing like remarkable. I mean, they're all they're all movies, but at, at least this guy's not woke. But I mean, this is this is so so bad. This looks so bad from this guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Like, it, it's I I I think Matt's fucking baller here for just going after yeah. this guy, and not giving a shit, and he's really being pretty reasonable. Completely. Like I don't. I mean. I can't even believe a Hollywood director would do this. Like, I can. I absolutely can. We saw Roundhead Johnson. But this is just, like, so nothing for him to get this wild title. Dude, and look how petty he comes off right here. I've argued with people in writer's rooms and on movie sets back when I worked in Hollywood. But even if it was just over the internet, I'm free to share my opinions whatever the hell I want about whatever I want. Yeah. And then Mangold writes back, tell us about your Hollywood experiences, Matt. Give some titles of your work so we can be on equal footing. What an elitist cocksucker. Yeah. Like, if you didn't make it in Hollywood, I don't even need to listen to you. Oof. Jesus Christ. Well, I will not be seeing this piece of shit movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, w- I was never going to, there was no circumstances in which I was going to see Indiana Jones 5. None. I mean, that's true. Just none. And this has just made it just a, even more of a 0% chance. Ugh. What a fucking... What a bitch. I don't know. Yeah, see, I did not tag you in any post, FYI. That's what he said. And fucking A. Wow. He didn't. Mangled's a bitch. Let's see if we can get some attention from him. Let's see if we can get him attacking the culture <laughs> crime fighters. Get us a thousand uh, new subs. Yeah, he'll probably just block us, unfortunately. We might even be blocked for falling because, you know, the blockchain. Because I I think we both probably follow Gary. So if we are, we might already be blocked. Mm. I don't know. I kind of want to just tweet him and just say beta. (laughs) (laughs) 
Beta. No, I'm down with that. I can. I'll, I'll tweet at this loser as well. What a soft guy! Like this is pretty remarkable, honestly, to be that soft. It's pretty bad. Hi, Keely Chow. Hello, Keely Chow. Just asking what's going on. We were just trashing uh, James Mangold for being a triggered man baby, going after fans who like offered very reasonable criticisms or potential criticisms for. Uh, for the new uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, and then Mangold just like lit this guy up on Twitter and like tried to belittle him because he didn't make it in Hollywood and like all, you know just like trying to all say he doesn't have enough authority to say to have these criticisms. It's like well, you didn't even know who the fucking screenwriter was. It's like well, he is in the story department. He wasn't that far off. Jesus, act like it was like this wild inaccuracy, and he was trying to paint it like he was spreading mi- mi- like malicious misinformation. It's like you. That you know that's not what he's doing. What a pussy. What a fucking bitch, dude. God damn. If like one of your friends was acting like this, you'd be like, bro, why are you acting like this? Calm down. Like you're just yeah. making things up and getting all like, uh, like, are you okay? Is something wrong? Like, why are you behaving this? You need way? a Snickers, dude. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like a I don't know. It's like some like influencer girl. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, like a TikToker. Mm-hmm. You have the mature, you're a, you're a grown ass, like 50, 60 year old man who's been a director in Hollywood who has movies that have made millions of dollars. Yeah, you have the maturity of a like 15 year old TikToker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you're exposed now, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. Non man gold. James Mangina. <laughs> James Mangina. I'll go James with Man Mangina. Gold. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> James Woman Silver. Look at such a dildo. Didn't make it in Hollywood and his name is Matt. Foulball is definitely on some gay ops here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's pretty such funny. A dildo. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um are you uh do you have another article to share there? Oh yeah, we could uh, talk about the uh you want to talk about She Man or She I whatever do. the hell they're gonna do. I do want to talk about she man because I, I just I mean, I kind of said it in the rant. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of already expressed that point, but I really did want to just get into it because it's it's so condescending, like from someone like like Kevin Smith just like got his hands in the air. Like, why Why would they be upset about this? Like, what, what could there possibly be to criticize and be concerned with? And it's like you just said she's like the focus of the show. The girl is the focus of the show. He man. We might have an issue with that, dude. And it's like, what, what are you going to ignore that this is a trend in all media? Like, are you going to pretend that that's not the case? Or are you expecting me to believe that someone who has to be up on the pulse of the industry, of this trendy-ass, clicky industry, didn't notice that that's where things are going? Yeah. And on top of that, like, he has a lot of just outright lies. That's why if I'm like, look at both of the articles, seeing which one would be the best. There's a few different articles on this whole thing. Because um, basically, and I actually covered it on uh, Vigilante Williamson show, and I talked about stuff I should have clipped out. I should have clipped it out. So he, a decade ago, uh, just on Twitter, randomly said, I'm not a He-Man fan, which is okay. You don't have to be a He-Man fan to do it. And then he started, when he got the job, he's like, yeah, I was a He-Man fan. It was after school ritual. He gave the uh, wrong year. He's like, okay, dude, you're not even, you're doing He gave the fan. wrong year. What a puss. Fake fan thing. Of course, oh, this article. There's no reason to do that. Like, because the one of the ultimate fake nerd movies is uh, Wrath of Khan, 
And the yeah. author, the the screenwriter, or the director wasn't even a Star Trek fan, and went into it and like learned about it and respected it and came out with like what's considered the best Star Trek movie of all time. You don't have to have been a super fan your whole life. Just respect what came before. That's all anyone's going to ask of you. Yeah. On top of this, he he attacked. Uh, you talking about attacking the YouTuber? He attacked Clownfish last year when they uh, reported rumors that Tila would be the focus, and then of course Netflix's synopsis said Tila would be the focus. Yeah. And so now he's trying to backpedal. It's just a complete mess. It's like mm-hmm. I saw Clownfish's video on that. They were pretty. They were pretty salty for good reason. Like I thought that they they had a real good reason to be like, well, we said this. You attacked us, and it turns out it was fucking true. What's the issue? Um, Man of War 665, Neighbor of the Beast, gave me a $6.65 super chat. Thank you very much, sir. My first super chatter ever. You never forget your first. Uh, speaking yeah. of She-Man, when can we expect your ear-licking streams? I assume you're referring to the game streams, uh, Fallout New <laughs> Vegas. I'm probably just going to do those like impromptu because now I have like – I redid my setup. Like I used to have the – put these big box lights up it was a whole pain in the ass now i essentially flip one switch and i can just start streaming so i'm probably gonna i'll probably just do them whenever i'm just like i don't know i feel like i'm playing fallout for a few hours and hanging out with you guys so whenever i you know whenever they happen is when they happen i, I don't have any kind of plan for a schedule there yeah you know and new bomb turret i was not high in the evidence there was this weird body positive model at that showed I just got rid of it because it was distracting me. And then when New Bomb turned notes, I'm like, all right, I'm getting rid of it. I have That's no funny. idea what's going on. I don't understand this Belgium madness, man. That's what happens when you use a VPN. You get weird ads. It is weird. Yeah. So uh I guess let's uh, go through this article or you know, do as much of it because it, it'll yeah. probably as much as we find interesting, well, we can always get you know, move yeah. on with it. Kevin Smith, the creator of upcoming Master of the Universe Revelation animated series on Netflix, recently attempted to assuage fans' fears about the show. Uh, fans' fears about the show revolve around Netflix's official description of the series as well as a rumor claiming the show would sideline He-Man for Tila. Uh, back in 2019 at PowerCon, the show was announced by Kevin Smith. Not only was the show announced, but an official description revealed. Uh, the description read, A Radical Return to Eternia. Revelation is a direct sequel to the series, uh, a direct sequel series to the classic era of Masters of the Universe, featuring fan favorites He-Man, Orko, uh, Kringer, and Man of Arms. The story puts our heroic warriors against the Guardians of Castle Grayskull, um, or and Guardians against Castle Grayskull against uh, Skeletor, Evelyn, Beastman, and a vile uh, legions of snake might uh, mountain it added after a ferocious final battle forever fractures eternity it's up to tila to solve the mystery of the sword of power and a race against time to prevent the end of the universe her journey will uncover the secrets of grayskull at last this is the epic he-man in masters of the universe saga Fans have waited 35 uh, years to see. Yeah, no, they didn't. No, they have Tila not been waiting for this. He-Man. No, they haven't. This is the epic He Man. No, it is not. It's the epic Tila show that no one wanted. <laughs> yeah, 
And Godzilla is correct. It's not called He Man. It's called Masters of the Universe. So that it wasn't a He Man show, guys. Oh, really? It wasn't for He Man. So when you leaned into the marketing and used He Man's like you know image and using the sword and his famous you know I have the power, all that shit, like that you weren't you weren't banking on people's fandom or nostalgia for that. That was what a coincidence. You fucking yeah. fakes. It's so disgusting to me that they do this every single time. They take something that's marketable, that people like, they lean into those imageries, and then they the thing that they produce is not anything the fans wanted. It doesn't resemble what we asked for. And it's like, I can't understand why they keep doing this. It's like, if you know that there's marketed power in this image, then just make the thing that we, we want. Why do you keep doing this? I, or don't do it. If you, what is the point of putting money towards making a He-Man reboot just to make it about Tila? To show the toss of patriarchy again, and no I, normies are going to even understand it. They're just going to say, why is this bad? That's all normies know. They say, oh, I used to like He-Man. Right. Why is this not good? And again, why do you have to? This is the most obvious bait and switch. That's the sad yes, thing. They're trying despicable. to sell people a dream mm-hmm. intentionally. Mm-hmm. Why? That's what I don't understand why. Like, you know enough to use these images to sell the show, but then you won't actually make the thing that will sell. Like, I don't get it. No. Uh. Uh, whoa, Islington Girl says, I have a weird thing for Skeletor, and that's the only reason I will watch it, and he's not in it enough. What do you mean a weird thing? That's Sorry funny. to, you know, no no kink shame, but what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, to quote Skeletor, and uh, speaking of something else in the chat, uh, <laughs> Ditto says, can't have a blonde man. This <laughs> is the finest fairy in stock. Jesus. Uh, to be a hero <laughs> in a series called <laughs> of the Universe. You crazy. You're not... <laughs> <laughs> he's blonde here. He's all muscled funny. up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Masters, masters of the universe. Yeah, that's oh, a good yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of hot under the face part. Whoa. Well, we are weird nerds. So she likes his. Oh, I thought that said ass. She likes his I, sass. Man, I think it, I think it was a double entendre. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. But so. No too. judgment, isn't a girl. No judgment. Mm-hmm. None here. None here, but it is just so it's just so frustrating that they like, you know, enough to use the things. And then it's like you like, I really can't understand why you wouldn't just make the product like I understand, like social reengineering and like, you know, communist infiltration. I re- I do understand all of that. But you'd think once in a while someone would break the script and just, you know, make something good. Yeah, throw us a freaking bone here, man. Or throw yourself a bone. Don't you want to actually make something you enjoy that's good, that's rewatchable, that's classic? Like, didn't that isn't that kind of why you got into it? Because of all the, the times of all the stuff you grew up loving and how you wanted to contribute and tell your own stories. Isn't that why you started making movies and getting into entertainment to begin with? And now instead of doing that, you're just servicing some agenda, some fucking twat who's like, you know, an executive for diversity. And now you have to just like eat your fucking dick all day. I mean, why even Fuck, bother, bro? Even if you got into movies just to make money, don't you want to make money? Yeah, there you just go. There's to that too. Yeah. Just try to make the most money bankable product that you can. 
Honestly. He-Man, especially now that everything's been pussified, yeah. an actual true-to-life He-Man will probably hit really hard right now. Look how hard Invincible hit just yeah. for being as masculine as it was. And it, you know, I didn't it still didn't see that masculine, no. But you know, I think people want badassness. That's what they yeah. Exactly want. So of course they Desperado, do. Why do women fuck professional ass. athletes? Like, cause cause they have the right politics? No, cause they're <laughs> alpha men. Cause they're like they're powerful and, and they win and they they can you know they they're like they're the badass. They're like the alphas of the country. It's like so. There's a reason why that. Well, it's not just the men who like value that. It's women too. Yeah, it's all humans- especially it's women. I mean, generally, most of the stuff we do is to get women. So if it works, yeah. we get. Fucking like- isn't the girl sipping for Skeletor? Meaning, if and it's prop. You listen. If Skeletor was a real thing, a lot of girls would sip for him because he's powerful. That's how it goes. That's reality. People, people want winners. They want whether you're the, you're, you're the away or the home team. They want winners. They want people who are powerful. They want badass things. They don't want to see Tila looking like Abby Smash from fucking uh, Last of Us Two. Yep. Because you can't draw women like women anymore. Every fucking girl has to be super mega jacked. Sure. They don't want that. They I just mean, want the fucking He Man from the eighties. I don't mind if she's jacked. Like this universe, everyone's super mega jacked, but make her sexual too. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Make Don't her, make her listen. They're jacked women. Yeah. Draw her as a jacked woman. Do not Do draw like her a, as a man. Right. Do like the Frank Frazetta thing. Like make everything exaggerated. Like that's what they're doing with He Man. Like you know what I mean? They're making him so gigantic. Like it's a, it's all it's a cartoon. But yeah. it's just somehow this narrative, like the feminist narrative or whatever. Like it's just it's impenetrable. Like you can't go against it. It's like you. The only thing you'll really face is backlash on Twitter. You're not going to, nothing bad will happen. Like the show will make money, the fans will show up, and you're just going to have to listen to a bunch of bitches whine about it. But like that, you could either take that or you could take us like departing forever and, you know, destroying everything you do. And much more accurately, by the way, and with a lot more precise. And like, we're still talking about Star Wars. We're still talking about it. And like, passionately, it's like, I don't know. If it were me, I would just take the woke Twitter mob for a few months and then just, you know, count my money. Yes. As as Banks told 50, go ahead, switch the style, hate, style up. And if they hate, let them hate. Watch the money pile up. Um what it, oh the Amazons? Robert brings up the Amazons and the Snyder Cut. They were Jack women and they were beautiful. Yeah, and they were sexual too, which is okay. Yeah. Not sexual, but they you know their their bodies weren't covered up because that's the thing with Tila. She looks like a dude. Yes. And it's this like, I have a picture. Who is that for? What woman is like? Yay! I want to watch that. Like the only woman people uh, would be interested in that are the ones who want to. Yeah, the only people who would want to watch that are the ones who really give a shit about like the social justice shit. Like, oh, I get my representation the way I want it, but that's like a very small percentage of the of the viewing audience. Yeah, and by the way, it, it mentioned direct sequel, but I think she's a race swap. Um, oh, okay. so there you have that. And again, every female character, none of them are are, are drawn like women. There are ways to have very muscular women that mm-hmm. look like women. Yeah, and, and they're this hot. Is, this is a man. This is a male body. Like if you were drawing this, and you just didn't put the heads on any of these characters, you would say they were men. That's you wouldn't true. Think they were women. You would maybe this one because there's some little whatever, uh, maybe. But you yeah, especially Tila. 
Like put your Tila, just put no, your we'll say, like yeah, man. put your thumb over Tila's head and then just look at that body. Like, oh, that's a guy's body. Yeah. Yeah, do this. Yep. And Tila. And it's like, this is a man. That's a dude. Clearly a man. Yeah. So. Ridiculous. Um, I wanted to mention something. There was a lot of good comments. Um, just another red shirt says 2019 Ford V Ferrari. No woke, just driven, dedicated men pursuing a hard and dangerous goal. Amazingly enough, directed by James Van Gold. You know what? Honestly, I didn't really like that movie. And I'm not saying it like in retrospect, it wasn't woke, but I don't think it was that good, actually, like overall myself. I watched it. I wanted to like it more because it had this big endorsement from like Critical Drinker, but I just didn't find it to be all that terrific. I think Rush is a much better movie, which came out like, I don't know, maybe 10 years before with um, Thor, one of the, what's his, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. directed by Ron Howard, I think. I think it's a much better movie, like way, way more mm -hmm. fun. And, and just, uh, I mean, Four Feet Fry was fine. I just didn't, it was like, I didn't know who the competition was about. It just kind of kept switching. And then, I don't know, I didn't love it. It was fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, mentioning that's directed oh, by James Mango reminds me. I just found out a fucking LCD sound system video that I love was directed by Ruin Johnson. I was like, no, I like the video. I always liked, um, I always liked Brick. I haven't seen it mm. since, but I always liked that movie. I thought it was great. Uh, I used to like Ryan Johnson. I did. I liked. It. He did the the Brothers Bloom, which wasn't bad, and he did. I I liked Looper when I saw it. I thought mm -hmm. it was good, but then it was like, you know, and then but he did like the worst Breaking Bad episode. And then like once you destroy the like Star Wars, like, well, okay, then fuck you forever. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Keely Chow says, We we've gone from beautiful women with bigger balls and some of the male DC superheroes on the CW to a woman who like who looks who looks like she has bigger balls than some of the male DC superheroes on the CW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's really wild. We've gone from Buffy to Tila. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have women who were women and that was fine. But I, I think it's like so much of this. It's like they're convincing women. There's something wrong with just being a woman. Like there isn't. They want men to be more feminine and women to be more masculine. Yep. Destroy everything that was there before. Just like that whole sexuality thing. They want to take away sexuality wherever it was and put it where it never was. Yep. Yep. That's why you mm -hmm. got naked hobbits and you got a cover of Vampirella. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's why you got, uh, what's it? The Powerpuff Girls are like, you know, sexually promiscuous lesbians. And uh, yeah. these girls don't have any sexuality whatsoever. That's always what they're always taking, changing, just misrepresenting everything because it's a destruction of culture. That's all this is. Yeah, it is. Um, to kind of continue on, because this talks about what happened last year. Uh, following the description, YouTubers Clownfish TV took to Twitter in March 2020 to share a scoop they received from an alleged insider. Scoop we pretty much can confirm now. Mm -hmm. uh, they wrote, my understanding is Kevin Smith's He-Man series from an alleged insider. Tila is better He-Man than Adam. He steps aside to let her and her girlfriend take oh my over here. God. How much gay representation do we need? Like, oh. it's all. It's the whole thing. It's like... I know gay people. I have no problem with gay people. I'm friends with gay people, but it's like they're 10% of the people that I know. And I live in fucking Austin, Texas. I've lived in yeah. Los Angeles. I live in New York. It's like, I know plenty yeah. of gay people, but it's not the majority even there. Why does it have well, to be in every single piece of media? That's because you're a bigot, bigoted breeder or cedar. So there's that. No, that's I don't get it. 
Um, I've heard some, and I'm not sure if it's true. There's some estimate that like 40 percent of the people at Disney are in the LGBTQ community. I'm not sure how accurate that is. Wow. So I don't know if there's a little bit of like false representation within, like, oh man, most of these people are gay. What are we doing not having more gay representation? Uh, but it, it, it's gone well overboard. It's just representation isn't really important, man. People still find franchises nah. from all backgrounds, all of these franchises, uh, without representation, even years after the fact. There are still new Star Wars fans of the original trilogy being made every day of all different mm -hmm. groups of all different backgrounds. People know who Luke Skywalker or Spider-Man is and anywhere else on Earth. So it's not like you need... Just make good stuff. If you make, make good, good stuff... stuff. Like, yeah. like, we talk about Blade all the time, but like I was a huge fan of Blade when I was a kid. I thought it was really fun. You know what I mean? It was one of those movies I, I dug, and it was like, it made sense that he was black in the story, but like, it didn't have... like it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't about that. It was just he was black. Like, it was like, you just watched it and enjoyed it. It's just, it doesn't... You don't need it. You don't need to see yourself in things to enjoy them. Like, you just don't. Yeah. Like, it I don't see myself anywhere in hip-hop. I don't, and I love it. Yeah. Why? I don't need to see myself in there to enjoy it. How fucking racist would that be? Well, I mean, there are, there are a lot of white rappers, so it's not like there's none. It's yeah, but I don't identify with where they came from. I come from the suburbs. They came from, like, the inner city. They have a completely different life than me. That's why I like it. Not all of them. Fucking I, not I mean, all somebody. of them. But you know what I mean? It's an urban culture. Yeah. And I just, I dig that. Like, I think it's really interesting. And it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's foreign to me. You know, that's why it's fascinating. So it's like, or at least it was, you know, when I was a kid. So it's like, I yeah. just, the idea that you need to see yourself in things to enjoy them is just a real, it's a, it's a fallacy. Yeah, it is a fallacy because a lot of times you enjoy things that you don't see yourself in. And honestly, I've never felt represented by any form of media at all. You know what I mean? It's not like mm -hmm. I saw myself in anything. You know, I right. might have similar stories. One of the few movies I saw myself most with uh, was 8 Mile because uh, it was based in Detroit and based mm -hmm. in Michigan. So I understood a lot of stuff Eminem was talking about just because of that, even though he was he was a wide man, supposedly. Um, and uh, isn't a girl. I can't help but to notice that she's talking about how Jack Skeletorius. I guess he is pretty jacked. That's so funny. She's all in a skeleton. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I and that's the other thing too. I think it's like I also don't identify myself with my race. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see me and my race as a collective that I need to be concerned with at all. So it's like I I, I can't identify with that worldview either. You know, and it's yeah. like you can say whatever you want, but I don't know. The people that are interesting to me are individuals, and I just think individuals yeah. don't really dwell on these kinds of things. They're just more interested in who they are. Yeah, and uh, the, what is it? the biggest minority is the individual. You know what I mean? A fucking A. That is absolutely, and the most oppressed. <laughs> absolutely. And everything that they're doing nowadays is to destroy the individual. <laughs> Everything. Sentient dildo. Sorry. It's true. No, it's, it's a really good point. Um, just says Matt felt represented by Pitbull. It's weird, but who am I to question it? <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, some decent white rapper. Harry Mack is a guy I just found out of his existence. I thought I think it's cool because he can freestyle. I need to freestyle better. Yeah, no, there's some good white rappers. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even LP. care. Whatever. Um, no, but dude, that individualism thing is white supremacy now. And like, on like a serious level, like I was listening to Ryan Long's podcast, the boys cast, boys, boys, boys. And uh, he was talking about how there was like this leak, this office leak of like these 
I think they were defense contractors, like work for like Raytheon or something like that. And then like the, the, the educator was explaining things, how like <laughs> hard work and individualism, individualism are white supremacy. Whoa. I've heard the hard work. I mean, all of this stuff I heard, cause I, that damn uh, Smithsonian document had a lot of shit, but it's just crazy That's when amazing. you, it's one, well, when you're hearing it for defense contracts and shit right? like that, we can't have our military thinking that hard work is bad. We can't have really other humans are not supposed to think hard work is bad. It's Don't like, work hard at anything. Do you want another like Reich? Like so yes. the, one of the few things. Yeah, I That's guess they do. I guess they do because one of the few things that was like helped bring it down was individualism. Was you know like Schindler or you know what I mean? Like the French Resistance, like people who didn't go with what they were supposed to do and go along with the things. Yeah. And you're saying you want you want just completely group think, no individualism. That man should be like dealt with. That guy, that's a problem. I don't mean like anything violent, but I just mean like this guy needs to be. We we can't. He can't have authority. He can't have power. No. That guy. That's scary. Especially not responsible for defense contracts and things like that. It's too much yeah. power for for people who are thinking that way or even pushing that way. That's dangerous. Man. That's some real dangerous thinking. Yeah. Uh, so Godzilla says, "Are your bombs woke? Would you want your enemies to be destroyed by bigoted weapons?" <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh man! Oh, man of war with a good point. Uh, modern, modern corporate style HR is a poison. It is a poison on many levels. It's become a, a nightmare. Oh. The modern style HR. I think a lot of the jobless issues are going to get exacerbated by these idiot HR positions and these idiot. The, the class of people to help people get jobs is going to fuck everything up if they haven't already. Um, what's it? New Bomb Turk here says, we have Raytheon here in Tucson, and I know a few people that work there. I'm not betting on that being accurate. Apparently, what I heard, this is just from Ryan Long, but I mean, he's a pretty well-researched guy. He doesn't just make up bullshit or spread misinformation, and if he did, I feel like he would you know, put out a tweet or something correcting it. But apparently, it was like just the executives. It wasn't like it wasn't like the entire company. It was like they went away on this like island, they like some like woke retreat for like a week or something like that. And that and this was some of the things I guess that were being sp- said. I'm gonna look it up. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Did you want to talk more about this uh, she man stuff? I do kind of want to just get into like some of Kevin Smith's uh, uh, comments. You know what I mean? Like that's just some yeah, of that yeah, stuff yeah. I wanted to, especially if it's hypocritical and he's you know a fucking liar. Yeah, I'm not, hopefully this has everything. Uh, as a showrunner, I really could have used these story suggestions before we locked the scripts. However, no, He-Man, there's no stepping aside, and Tila has no girlfriend on our show. The story's pretty dark and way metal. Before Revolution, we were calling it the end of the universe. So first, he wasn't that hardcore, and then he he, he uh, adds some hardcore. He said, also, at Real Clownfish TV, instead of posting your full insider info, here's a real story. Mattel made a behind-the-scenes video featuring our actors and recording, so a fan took Mark and Lena's dialogue and spliced them to old f- filmation clips. Okay. Wait, so he, so Kevin Smith at mentioned Real Clownfish TV and yeah. says, li- call them liars. Yep. And said, instead of posting faux insider info, Here's the real story. Okay. Then what's the development after this, Kevin? I don't know. 
Because, I mean, as we would learn, this is from last year. This is still May of 2020 or March 2020. Um, and, it, oh, no, this is talking about another report in May of 2020 where Scree ran, ran a report similar to a Clownfish saying that He-Man would not be the main protagonist. And uh, so they said one major difference is that He-Man will certainly be around, but he won't be the main protagonist anymore. Instead, the focus will be on Tila. So that was a different uh, group. Uh, screen rant as opposed to Confish reporting the same thing just a couple months after. So well, screen rant's a show site. Yeah. So when the shields are reporting it, then what? Like yeah. what do you say to that? It says they they added, even so, He Man should still have a large presence. See, they're they're like they're like, it's gonna be okay. Don't worry. We still want our access. Yeah. Since the series never got to explore the final battle uh between He Man and his greatest enemy, Skeletor. Yeah, Mr. Islington. Yeah, but it'll probably be the way they did it with the boys, where it's like, yeah, they're involved, but like the girls help, or like they're the main impact, or they'll you know they'll have like that end game scene. Like it's not, you're not gonna trick us. Like like uh, like Patrice O'Neill used to quote, "I'm not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe." Yeah, it's not gonna do it. Like I don't know how many times that I have to go through with this. You know what I mean? To like what what I'm gonna be right again? Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't time. need the experience. Like the 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 real pain of it is having your hopes up. That's the pain, and that's what they're trying to push here is to get you excited for the thing, and then you do, and then when it doesn't represent, it doesn't reflect what they got you excited about. It's like it, it's painful. It's like you go through this. Like it's a bummer, man. It's it's like uh, cyberpunk. It's like oh god, couldn't have been more jacked about any game. I'm probably the most excited I've ever been about a game. Maybe since the Fallout reboot. And yeah. it was the worst thing. And it's like, you, I, I, I'm still like affected. What's that? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a complete disaster in every way. Did, uh, I heard a rumor they, they're going to stop supporting it already. That can't be true. I hope that's not true. What? I just Are heard it. Cyberpunk? Like, there's not going to be offered anymore? Six seven months. Yeah. Like, they're, they're already planning to wind down support after you know six months yeah i feel like they stopped even like patching it like it's just i i I, it's just such a such a disaster and such a disservice and an insult and a lie and it's like guys we don't forget when we go through this stuff like normies hate what happened to game of thrones Yes. Oh my God, do they, dude? I was on like a, I was watching like an NBA highlight thing, and somehow on one of these comments, there was a Game of Thrones reference, and this like hundred comment thread talking this person who had just got into Game of Thrones and letting them know how terrible it was. It was I, a thing. Totally took over the comment section. I'm like, this is insane to me, dude. I when I meet people in the, I met someone at work who was like, I'm starting Game of Thrones. I'm like, don't do it. No, like, don't. And then, like, I started, like, talking about it, and she, like, didn't get it. And then, like, the other woman at the table was, like, and she just backed up everything I was saying. And I was, like, yeah. And it's because it's one of those shows that hinges on where it's all going. And when you realize it's not going fucking anywhere, that they're just kind of making it up as they go, you're, like, oh, this is shit. Like, the whole experience was a lie. So it's, yeah, I I dissuade anyone from watching that. Watch The Expanse. Even though The Expanse has this shitty most recent season, it still has three excellent seasons of television just watch that that's way more entertaining yeah I'm trying to see for more on what smith said he, he just keeps talking about oh this he is just a, keeps fucking lying just lying uh but this is a is this one of the synapses yeah this is the may 2021 synapses says uh after a cataclysmic b- battle between he-man this is remember netflix's official 
It's announced that after a cataclysmic battle between He-Man and Skeletor, Eternia is fractured and the Guardians of Grayskull scattered. And after decades of secrets tore them apart, it's up to Tila to reunite the broken uh. band of heroes and solve the mystery of the missing sword of power and a race against time to restore Eternia and prevent the end of the universe. Again, this is the official Netflix thing. This is no longer reporting. This is no longer a thing. So after all this, Mm -hmm. Netflix's official synopsis still puts up that Tila is going to be up to Tila. Those are the exact words they use. How how can you theorize anything other than this entire industry is up to no good? You can't. I can't. I cannot. They intentionally mislead you. They lie. They shoot down stories. They attack people who report shit that they don't want out there. They destroy the IPs. They bastardize them. They gender swap, race swap. They just, they massacre them. And then like, and they, and they do it over and over and they lie and they hide and they do all these nefarious things to do it. And it's just like, how, what other, what other conclusion could I possibly draw? There is no other conclusion. I'm trying to see if this, this article have the fact that he was lying. So I'm trying to skim through. Oh, yeah, it does have the fact they lied about being a He-Man fan in 2010. Um, and then ha- went on to say that, yeah, he's been a big fan and all this other shit. It's just, you're right. There's it's like all right, I can believe this is just the semblance of the biggest group of assholes that have ever existed, and they're just so wildly incompetent but i cannot eliminate the fact that there has to be something else right it it literally is the only conclusion to draw because it contradicts any kind of motivation to make money or satisfy your customers which is in every other business so a priority the customer's always right isn't that like an axiom of all businesses and yet this one it's not the customer's always wrong in this one after you know dozens and, do- and not that they got everything right in Hollywood, they surely didn't. But after like decades and decades and decades of making things that people wanted to see, mm-hmm. and after getting clear feedback, they have clear feedback from thousands upon thousands of critics and channels and people on Instagram and all sorts of platforms who comment and talk about stuff. Not everyone agrees with us, someone does, but they know what not to do and what they can do, yet they continue to run the same mistakes, make the same mistakes, run the same playbook from The Last Jedi, attack the fans, attack the fans, attack everything's real. It doesn't even make sense. I mean, we look at both of the articles. It's like, what are you, who are you lying to? I don't understand it. Like, I just don't understand who this benefits. Like, it make, it just weakens uh, fan enthusiasm with you, with Netflix, with the studios. Like, it's like, and it's like people will get, they will understand like they like we're out ahead of it, right? This is what we do. We talk about this yeah. stuff. We stay up on these stories. Like that's like our thing. So we're up. At, but like I see on the not on like nine gag, like a meme site. It's a pretty good like you know temperature gauge for like what like the yeah. nerd crowds are feeling. And like people are pumped because that was a great trailer. It really was. It was yeah. like exciting. It had He Man. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a good show. But then in the comments. You could see people be like, nope, Tila's going to be the focus, this, that, and the other. And you see like people's enthusiasm, like, wait, like, like you're not going to win. You're never going to trick us into us liking something that we don't want. Like, how? I can't understand your process here. Like, what is your fucking goal? Part of it is they really, really do believe their own shit when it comes to the elitism. 
They really think they are a better class of species than us peons. They really do believe that because everything they behave is like how you would uh, fool a child. Like you can tell a child that, you know, if you eat the apple seed, a tree will grow in your stomach, you know, and they might believe it because they're a child. They haven't been on earth three to four years. They'll believe it. And that's how they treat us. They decided Kevin Smith treated us with this. Didn't you like you knew what the show was about? It took a year for the damn network, Netflix in this case, to release the synopsis that confirmed the reporting. Why are you fighting with Clownfish? Why fight? You know they're right. You know they're right. Why are you fighting? What's the point? What are you trying to gain? You called them liars, and then you lied, and there's permanent record of all this now. What are you doing? Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. I love this Islington girl's comment here. So He-Man is a limp dick loser who lost his sword. Great. Basically. <laughs> That's hilarious. And real quick, I'm also noticing there's a beef over, t- I guess it's over Tom McDonald that uh, Sentient Dildo oh. is going drunk with power and it's timing out the way down, which I'm not approved. I'm never, you know, I only heard hey! a couple of Tom McDonald songs. Don't you dare yeah. do that. That's your last warning. Don't Did time out the way down. down. Oh, okay. Did you did you really time him out? Hopefully he didn't. I think that's not cool. Okay. That's our Perry Chan. Yeah. I'm very protective of him. I'll take him over you, Sentient Dildo. All right. (laughs) If I had to pick one, pick the guy who makes videos for me. Yeah, Um, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um I don't. I'm not a big fan of Tom McDonald. We talked about that. We did by mistake. Oh, okay. By mistake. Okay. Okay. Now I get it. All right. Cool. 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 We're, we're um, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of power to give that lunatic. This <laughs> <laughs> is um, crazy as Hollywood. But this, you know what? Cinchin Dildo is a perfect example for Hollywood. Just a lunatic, drunk with power, <laughs> just randomly, just completely out of control. No, this is that Cinchin Dildo. Just calling it, you know, what it is. What a completely, metaphor. you know, out of control, having no clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, have the ability to destroy and <laughs> yeah dude it's wild because like i knew like all the woke idiots in hollywood and i knew a lot of them i mean it was it was it was almost everybody like you were always on your best behavior like you you definitely did not directly contradict woke stuff in public you just didn't do it because mm. like you'd get you'd, you'd get called out you'd get labeled they knew it was like the like you know the uh, invasion of the body snatchers um <laughs> You know, but like, I didn't think how I didn't understand how far and wide this all went. Like, I thought it was just stupid college kids. You know what I mean? Because they're all in their 20s. I'm like, all right, you're all done. I don't know anything. Like, I just thought that's what it was. But it's not like it's it's the whole structure. It goes all the way up to the top. And they're all like that. And it's like they're socially reengineering the world from their, you know, 20 million dollar mansions. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Word, dude. It's like. I, I, it's so nefarious and it's like you want to you, you know uh, it sounds like conspiracy theory but it's just like i don't see any other explanation it sounds like a better movie than they're capable of making yeah the, the, the premise of what's going on it's like maybe oh, that's this- why they sorry maybe that's why they lie all the time because the truth is just so dark yeah man they could you said it in, in the open it, a lot of people were excited about the trailer a lot of people are going to probably check this out because of the trailer, because this information is not going to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be disappointed uh, yet again, another bait and switch. 
And it's like, well, if you just gave us what you advertise, you would make money. You could probably make spinoffs. You could probably reboot the franchise and start doing it all over again. And people would like it. But you don't. That's what I said. Like I said, they know what the fans would like because they, in their lie, they give it to you. Yeah. Right? It's like the Star Wars trailer. It's like, oh, it looks like it's going to be all the things that I want, you know, like Force Awakens. Like it's this one, you know, the trailer for He-Man 2. It's like, oh, they they make a big moment of He-Man like raising the sword and saying the thing. And it's like, you know, and everyone's all pumped up. And it's like, so you understand that that's what the fans want. You know that enough because you're using it in the marketing. Why wouldn't you then just make the show that? Yeah. Why would you go out of your way to make a show that is so not that? Why would you go and make a trailer and then know the show is the, is the antithesis of that trailer? Right. Like, you know, you're lying, like, but you know better. Like you, you have the proof of what would actually sell because that's what you're selling. Like I, I just logically, I can't understand why you'd be like, Hey, here's this new vacuum. No, actually it's a salad tosser. It's like, it doesn't talk salad. Like, yeah. Why did I? It's not what I signed up for. I wanted a vacuum. They're like, no, yeah. what you really wanted was a salad tosser. It's like, no, I don't. I want a fucking vacuum. You advertise yeah. a vacuum. That's what's in the commercial. That's what I fucking want. What are you doing? What business operates like this? I can't understand it. Oh. In, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm trying to adjust my socks and stuff. So um, good. But yeah, it's insane. It's insane Same. to keep doing this. And the most insane part is, okay, if you if you got to be, you know, woke, evil, Moloch, death cult, cool, whatever. <laughs> Don't you at some point make throw a few bones in there, make right. a few things that are just like, hey, this is something for the fans, just to make sure we can still get money coming in and still string people on because they are on to us at this point. It's not like they don't know this is happening. <laughs> Sachin Dillis says, watch your heart, Matt. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Sachin. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Salads and vacuum. And, they, and they're and they on to the fact that we're on to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they're getting out ahead of these stories and, and attacking people like, like Cloudfish TV, who has a very big following on YouTube. Like, yeah. very significant. Like, the influence of, of YouTubers is way bigger you know podcasters and stuff like that is like way bigger than that you know than they're comfortable with and that's why they keep lying and lying it's like all you have to do is just abandon your personal politics and create something watchable and everyone will come back yeah he's confish tv is basically at two hundred thousand. yeah just look real quick way to and go and i mean we we were talking off here about that one podcaster uh to call me daddy or they call what yeah. they call her daddy yeah yeah uh, i was just gonna just made 60 million i mean podcasting and this is the future. This is the this is the future of of media criticism of of the new. We are the new media at this point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I just Especially I just you know that you're lying. You know that you're wrong. Yeah, like, don't you want to save your own industry? Like, don't you want to be successful? Don't you want to make money? I just, I can't understand any motivation other than we need to destroy this culture. Yeah. And it, it is that we need to destroy this culture. And it's a, it's a, well, we're the, we tell the peons what to think. They'll mm -hmm. just listen. I know they yeah. didn't listen with the, 
the Ghostbusters. I know they didn't listen with Last Jedi. I know they didn't listen with Charlie's Angels. I know they didn't listen with Dark Fan. I know they didn't listen with th- probably things I'm forgetting. But it they'll listen to Star Trek, Star Wars. It's just, you know, it's everything. You don't, you know, everything. Doctor Who. Yes. But yeah, I forgot about Doctor Who. Everything. I know they didn't listen this time. Everything. But they'll listen now. Now, when we uh, bait and switch them into this He Man, that'll be the time. No, no. It's like the fact that we're excited actually raises even more red flags. It's like, oh, because now they're figuring out, like, they, they know how to lie even better. Like, they're getting better at lying. It's like yeah. all this work for deception when you could just make, you could make a fucking good movie and just make and collect a mint. Yes. Like, the Joker made a billion dollars. It's $50 million investment to make a billion dollars. What other industry can you pull that off in? in that short of a time and you're still like you, you know that's that's not the that's not the way we're going to do this it's like I, why that's half of the point of the entertainment industry the fact that you can't do that and that's another issue altogether why aren't you making smaller budget films even a film like uh, mortal Kombat, which is flawed as shit they got it done for like 50 to 100 million altogether, out the door including marketing had a pretty big marketing budget as well so it's like you guys need to stop spending so much money just to make something shitty. You need to start spending a lot less money, being a lot more efficient. You can make a Desperado now. You can get yeah. that done for 60 to 70 million with no problem. Yeah. And I'm probably going high. You know what I mean? You can get that done. And just make it good. Stop making something like for the trailer. Because even Mortal Kombat, that's what that was. It was like yeah, a really good trailer. And you're like, yeah, I mean, you showed the beginning and the end in the trailer and like not really the middle of the movie like that the movie was actually about. You just had the coolest scene because it because it, it. Yeah, because it was a shit sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really was. I just don't. I just. But why not just make the movie good, too? Like, yeah. <laughs> is it that hard? I don't think it's that hard. Like somehow we were able to do it for decades and now we've all forgotten how to do it collectively. Maybe when we skipped over different universes, we we lost the ability. Maybe that like yeah, stayed. Yeah, the, maybe that just stayed in the old universe and like didn't come with us to the new one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I know people are saying stuff about shadow funding. One of the big shadow funders was China, and I don't know how cool they are because they can't even they can't even pander right. They cannot even pander to China right, and I think they're getting tired. Both China and Hollywood, I think, are starting to get tired of each other's shit. I think so. That's what Cameron Pasha said. And Cameron Pasha says that like the trades are just the mouthpiece of the industry, like gods, you know, like the leaders, the titans of the industry. And so when Variety puts out like a big article, a long article detailing Mm -hmm. is is Hollywood out of done with China. It's like that's setting the tone so that everyone knows that we're not we're not doing this anymore. Like we're we're, we're moving away from China. Hold on a second. I might have to go. That's all right. Um, might be losing Vigilante Williamson. He's got uh, real life responsibilities, but I'm not going anywhere. You're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. Well, we'll see what happens with Vig. I did personally, though. I did want to. I did want to read this article about this chick. So, do you guys have you guys heard about this? The uh, call her daddy girl. Do you know who this girl is? She's pretty fucking hot. Uh, Alex Cooper, I guess. Uh, so she was with Bar. Okay, School. guys, I do have to actually go and check on the uh, Vigilante Mobile. So okay. Will, um, Vigilante Williamson. Good to see you, my friend. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm gonna mute. I'm not sure if you're just gonna finish it without me, but I'll, I'll uh, go out there and see how uh, what happens. Hey, I'll be right you, back if I can. Yeah, if you can come back, you know, I'll just I'll pull you from the stream, but uh, I'm not gonna kick you from the room. So if you can come back, pop on. All right, cool. We'll do. Thanks. Go, cool. cool. All right, so now it's just me, kids. How's it going? Um, well, uh, as soon as it's me, as soon as Vidge is gone, it's a disaster. I like that, my webcam's out of focus. That's a nice touch. Um, all right. So, uh, so yeah, so this girl, she had a podcast, she has this podcast called call her daddy. Right. And I, I know of this because of last year's drama with, with this particular podcast. So I think it's, I think it's a podcast for girls. Like my, I have an ex that listens to it and loves it. Just loves it. I guess. Cause they talk really honestly and openly about sex and different things. I don't know. But, um, I've never listened to a single second of it, um, but uh, <laughs> such a delicious and soft focus suits me. Thanks, buddy. I, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, it's like the 1920s, like starlet. <laughs> Let's put Vaseline on the lens so no one can see how old she is. Uh, call her daddy. Yes, that's the name of this podcast, Islington Girl. Call, I'm not sure if it's like to call her. I think it's to call her daddy. Like she's, it's like sex positivity, female empowerment. I don't know. I've never listened to a second of it, but I, I, this came to light last year because of the comedian, Andrew Schultz. So I don't know if you guys know who he is, but apparently he like, essentially this is all Andrew Schultz doing. Uh, he, he like, so what happened was these two girls had a big rift uh, because one of the girls ended up with this guy, the other girl, Sophia with an F, uh, Ascension dildo says, everybody has a podcast. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But Hey, what are you going to do? I'm not going to stop. It's too much fun. Um, and, uh, and so the one girl, Sophia, who's not, who they're not together anymore. They're not a team anymore. Started dating this guy, this Hollywood big shot. He works for like HBO or whatever. And the way it goes is he started getting in Sophia's ear about, you know, you guys are bigger than this. You should leave Barstool. You, know, you should ask for more money, this, that, and the other. And like, uh, what's his name? Um, the Barstool guy who I can't think of Portnoy, Dave Portnoy, like even, Above and beyond his contractual obligations, apparently like accommodated their 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 requests well before their their contract was up to be renegotiated, offered them both more money to the tune of I think like half a mil each. And the girl Sophia still she like was like, no, that's I still want more. And this girl, Alex, was like, yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Half a million dollars is fine. Like we're doing great art. We're up to renegotiate, you know, next year, whatever. Um, and, uh, and so they, the girl, Alex was like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't know what she's doing, but I'm, I'll come back and do the show. And the other girl, Sophia left. So she left the podcast and, uh, I guess Alex just kept doing it on, on their own. Right. And so, you know, it just sounded like maybe that was, that was it. That was the whole, the whole deal. Well, fast forward to today when I guess their contract is up with, uh, with, with the uh, barstool, she sells this, like, you know, a, Spotify acquires this podcast that this girl, Sophia just left where they were getting, where she was like, not happy with a half a million. They sold the rights now, $60 million Spotify deal, this call her daddy podcast. And it's all going to one girl, all going to this chick, Alex Cooper. Isn't that crazy? That girl, Sophia, with her little 
delusions of grandeur just cost herself like $30 million. Whoops. <laughs> oh, boy. Got a little bit big for your britches there, didn't you? Didn't you? And like, she didn't even have to wait that long. Like the contract negotiation was coming up. It was like a year away. It was like, all you had to do was do your fun job, which is to just talk on the air. It's not like you had to like work in a factory until your dreams could come true. You're already successful at this thing. Get paid half a million dollars a year to do it and then renegotiate. And she just couldn't be bothered to wait that long and just missed out on 30 million fucking dollars. <laughs> is that not nuts and furthermore the story goes it's andrew schultz's fault apparently this is andrew schultz's fault so see i want an episode when they were still together sophia told this story about she was supposed to go on a date and got herself all dialed up and the guy canceled at the last minute and Schultz, I guess, heard this and knew that it was about him. So he went on the air and told his side of the story, which was simply this, was just that like he was, I don't know, not feeling it that night or felt sick or something like that and canceled on her last second. And this girl, Sophia, was all like, no, you don't get to treat me like that. And like was all like dolled up. So then went to like the next guy down the down the list, whomever that was, and uh <laughs> wow, the fucking numbers just dropped. No one gives a shit about this story. I think it's hilarious. I think it's really funny. So the girl Sophia goes to the next guy down the list, and it was this HBO guy who got in her head and told her that she was super successful, and when she wasn't. So Andrew Schultz just he he just he just made Alex Cooper sixty mil. I think Alex Cooper owes owes Schultz a, a few bucks. I think so. <laughs> uh snorter poopus q bird says sophia means wisdom in greek not in her case very accurately because it's sophia with an f and that's the name of her podcast sophia with an f i, I mean i don't know that doesn't to me it doesn't sound like a great name but i mean mark d with a c is a cleverer name than that but whatever um but uh yeah so i guess not i guess not uh, the Islington girl said, in her defense, he was not feeling it is not an excuse. Yeah, but shit happens. It's uh, sometimes shit just happens. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just, you know, you feel you're, you're unwell or you're overworked or like you made plans and then you're like, oh, actually, I have to get up tomorrow. I really shouldn't go out with this person. I've got this big meeting. I need to be sharp for it. If I'm like hungover, it could cost me money. You know, like sometimes you just don't think things through. I do that all the time, especially with girls where I try to like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll hang out tomorrow. Cause like in my head, like Thursday is just open. And then I'm like, oh, wait, Thursday is not open. I have like 15 things to do. Shit. So then you're trying to like work around it. I, I get it. You know, and I think I just think it's so funny that somehow sh like Schultz impact on the culture is so profound of late. He has this like, you know, huge meteoric following during like COVID. He has like this Netflix special that was kind of like, you know, revolutionary considering he basically was an independent guy who said, fuck Hollywood and fuck the system forever. Went off and did his own thing. And then they're like, actually, we like you. We'll buy it. And also, he, he inadvertently created this rift between these two giant podcaster girls and just gave Alex Cooper 60 mil. <laughs> I think that is hilarious. 
such a funny, weird story. And I still don't think I will ever watch a single episode. I don't know. Uh, the Isenton Girl says, I got stood up once. I was affronted. Affronted in capital letters. I would have been fine, but he didn't call and say why. That's fucked up. I mean, you should at least call. That's fucking. Dude, you got, you got ghosted in real life. That's fucked. That's fucked. I mean, I've blown off girls sometimes, too. It just happens. It's just sometimes, you know, well, I, I don't know. I just, it's my priorities take precedent right now. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sure you're wonderful, but I'm not going to hang out with you tonight. Um, so let me read this article. I don't know if there's too much in it, but I'm just kind of curious. Spotify clinches 60 million plus deal with Alex Cooper for Call Her Daddy podcast, yanking it away from Barstool. Updated. Alex Cooper and her sex positive podcast, Call Her Daddy, are leaving Barstool Sports, coming to Spotify exclusively starting next month under a multi-year deal. All existing new episodes of Call Her Daddy will remain free and starting July 21st will be available on Spotify. In addition to bringing the podcast to Spotify exclusively, the deal also covers all future episodes and additional exclusive new projects in development with Cooper. The three-year agreement between Cooper and Spotify is worth more than $60 million in total. Two sources familiar with the Pactol variety that makes Spotify's biggest exclusive deal for a woman-led podcast to date. Oh, I mean, all right, but there's only like two podcasts that they've ever bought, like that anyone cares about. It's this one and Rogan. So, okay, try to make it like it's this. It's like, of course, they have to make it like it's. There's uh, a it's another milestone for women. Just all right. The deal does not involve Barstool Sports, which is the home of, uh, which has been the home of Call Her Daddy since 2008. Going forward, Spotify will co-produce Call Her Daddy with Cooper. Um, so then this is just kind of news. I can't believe they're not mentioning, they're not even mentioning that chick Sophia. Like it's really not even in this article. They didn't even mention the fact that this she used to co-star this with someone else. Oh, there we go. Originally, Call Her Daddy was hosted by Cooper and Sophia Franklin, with the duo bantering on explicitly risque topics and sharing amusingly entertaining personal stories. Last year, Cooper and Franklin had a public spat with Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy over the terms of their contracts. Portnoy, among other things, claimed he offered them a base annual salary of $500,000 plus bonuses and other incentives. Franklin did not sign the deal and said she felt betrayed by Cooper. After quitting the show, Franklin lost her own podcast, Sophia, with an F. And that's the end of her story, I guess. Because I don't know anything about her show. I I don't think she's also going to sign with Spotify for $60 million. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> Man of War. That's what you said. Man of War blacked out from not giving a shit. I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting story. I apologize if this is boring. It kind of tanked the numbers, but I thought it was a funny story. And I just I do like the idea, too, of someone just being like, sabotaging their own success this podcast isn't even three years old they started this podcast in 2018 in october of 2018 they they just she just sold it for 60 million dollars and this girl couldn't ride it out long enough to get there she couldn't she couldn't keep her cool for three years not even two and a half she just couldn't keep, she was already getting paid a ridiculous amount of money to do this show and she that wasn't good enough for her. It's like, well, I hope I hope anonymity is because I'm pretty sure you're done. Because <laughs> it's like this girl is now a mega star, and you're the girl who used to be with her. You're with Pete Best. 
Um, Sentient Dildo says, I'm willing to believe there was a bet there was a rift before Schultz. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I could only speculate, but I know this happened and I know it's <laughs> directly because it's Schultz. It's just so funny. Oh, so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were brave women, brother. Yeah, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty wild. Pretty interesting story. I like I said, I don't think I'll be spending any time watching that. Doesn't seem like it's gonna interest me in any way whatsoever. But congratulations to her. And I guess you know it is interesting because I mean Barstool Sports is kind of a they're like an alternative entertainment outlet. They're not mainstream at all. I mean, Portnoy's pretty based. And I think he like supported Trump or something like that, which is like, you know, whatever. That's not the earmark of someone who's interesting, but it's like if you're gonna do that in entertainment and you don't give a fuck baller i respect that all right let's see this is annoying me uh i get myself back in focus hey the camera lens is just dirty anyway um the fact that you're gonna like it looks terrible doesn't it oh golly golly gosh sorry for the low quality i'll go away now forever um no, but like, so, so but my point being is just that something completely alternative to mainstream media just made someone $60 million. You know what I mean? Like whether, I don't know if she has all the right opinions, but she's not, that's not a Hollywood produced thing. Like, I mean, she is with WME, so she is still in the industry, but I don't know. It kind of resembles independent, uh, you know, content. It's someone that just did their own thing on a different platform. And then, you know, people gravitated towards it and validated it. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, like I said, it's not the kind of thing I listen to, but it's like, you know, it's proving the marketability and the value of a genuinely independent voice or just, you know, independent content creators. I mean, you have like Rogan, obviously, who's like the king of all of it, you know, and he was 100% independent. That's his whole thing. He didn't want to be involved. He didn't want to do movies. He didn't want to be a, like that kind of a star. Like he wanted to just hang out with his friend, his friends, and you know, talk shit and make jokes. And he did it. Now he's a fucking hundred millionaire. That's punk rock, man. That's good, you know. Especially because he says shit that like you're not supposed to say. He takes on like tough topics. He talks about the coup and he talks about you know Black Lives Matter and shit like that. He has you know all these white supremacist alt right people on, and uh, you know he's he's he changes the conversation, guides the conversation. It's like you know he did that all independent. You know no no one gave him the go ahead. He just started doing it, and look how look at the results. Like that's dope. We need more of that, and uh, you know. We have a lot of it, but I don't know. It's proof of marketability. It's proof of value, I think. The Wake Down just started playing New Vegas. Nice, buddy. Are you gonna um are you gonna stream that? Cause uh, it's fun to stream. I'd like to, yeah, it'd be cool. Cause I'll I bet like because it's such a thoroughly played game, it'd be kind of cool to stream that for your first time. Then people could tell you like where like different loot is and stuff that you didn't know about or like how to solve certain puzzles and shit. I mean, you kind of want to figure a lot of that out on your own. That's the fun of it. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Stream it. I mean, I'll probably be streaming new Vegas later tonight if you guys are interested. Um, because I'm just so excited to be able to play. Also, dude, give me your, uh, send me your gamer tag over, uh, like your, is that what it's called? 
whatever your your stream name, your Steam name. I mean, just send it to me over Twitter. Twit me. All right. I mean, it's seven o'clock. That's two hours. I guess we're not going to get Vigilante Williamson back, but um, it was great to have this do the show with him as always. He's my favorite person. I love this man. He's great. Um, and uh, wouldn't be the culture crime fighters without him. So if you have not subbed to Vigilante Williamson, I don't know what you're doing. Let's help that man get to 500, huh? What do you say? Oh, yeah. We're also, this show's now going to be on Spotify and uh, iTunes. So this wasn't just a long advertisement for, for Spotify. That wasn't what that whole last story was about. Um, but uh, it, uh, we are going to try to get it out there. So if you can, I don't know, give it a sub over there. Give it like a five-star review. So people are like, oh, that seems like an interesting show. Then maybe we can build fans. I don't know how, I don't know how or if it'll work. But I feel like more people being potentially exposed to the Culture Crime Fighters would be uh, would be good for the show and beneficial overall. So that's going to do it for us today and me today. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, be sure to check us out tomorrow. I think at one central two Eastern Robert, Fire, Robert Meyer Burnett on vigilante Williamson's channel. And uh, yeah, go, go check us out there. Give him a sub, all that good shit. It was great to see you. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you for uh, the super chats. Really appreciate all that. Islington girl, man of war. Um, uh, uh, fucking, Oh, fuck. I forgot. Everyone who gave me a super chat. Thank you so very much. Uh, very generous of you guys. I really do appreciate them. It's very cool of you. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Come back. Check us out uh, for Robert Meyer Burnett. And we're going to like, I think with the last time we had guests, like we were kind of just talking to the guests. I think as Robert's like a, he's a R&B is like a streamer. We're going to be way more engaged with the chat. So if you guys have questions or you want to talk to him about anything, feel free to drop it in. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.